today's topic, COVID-19, China virus. I can't believe that it's been almost three years and the COVID-19 virus is still here. Why is that? I am going to try to explain to the best of my abilities. First of all, I am not a doctor or a scientist or an infectious this is solely based on my opinion. Many Americans would like to know why was COVID-19 unleashed by China? Are the Chinese trying to start some kind of biological warfare? Who knows what the Chinese intentions are? I have been, I have a big problem with most countries around the world. When Chinese countries are so reluctant to blame China for this deadly outbreak. There are probably several reasons why some of these countries are reluctant to blame China for COVID-19. It has to do with funding. Most of these countries, like Africa, South America, are poor. And we all know that the Chinese have been investing big money and in infrastructure in countries like South America, and now they got their hands in Afghanistan and collaborating with the Taliban. So those countries might not want to make China mad by saying that you unleash this deadly virus. This virus, in my opinion, is here to stay. This virus is not like the common flu or cold or whatever the case is. This is a virus that is here and it's coming up on three years and we are no closer to try to eradicate this COVID-19. In the meantime, we are still losing lots of lives to this virus. We have tried everything, social distancing, wearing our mask, limiting people who can come over your house or restaurants or outdoor events, but you cannot keep people in their homes forever. What about the small businesses who are losing business because of this virus? You have so many people who do not want to go to work anymore they are afraid of this virus. But it's not so much of the virus, in my opinion, it's just so much misinformation out there, starting with Anthony Fauci, who I think is the biggest fraud of all. He has blood on his hands. He knew about this virus from China, from the Wuhan lab, that was unleashed Chinese and who failed to notify the rest of the world that there's a virus floating around out here. Unlike with the South Africans who notified the world immediately about Omicron. So what are we supposed to do? Who are we supposed to believe? The CDC and Fauci keeps pushing the goalposts forward, backwards, 
of people in America sick and tired of it? Who do we who, who should we believe? All they keep saying is follow the science, follow the science. Well, I'll tell you, I don't follow the science because it's so damn confusing. One minute you say if you get COVID-19, you need to isolate yourself for 10 days. Now it's five days. Is that enough? It really, is that enough? Nobody, and I mean nobody, is holding China accountable for this virus. And what about the World Health Organization? Why they haven't been so critical of China? Why? Again, it's about funding, money. A lot of these these people who work at the World Health Organization are in China's pocket. That is why President Trump at the time cut funding to the WHO. Because they were not critical enough to try to stop this. They had no guidelines on how to treat this. So what's next? many years to have an effective vaccine. But because of the dire need to get the economy back on track, get people back to work, get the teachers back in the classroom, we, we got a vaccine less than a year. President Trump should be applauded for this. But because of the fact that he's President Trump, he doesn't get any credit for well, I'm letting you know I'm giving President Trump all the credit in the world for Operation Warp Speed. And none of the credit should not be given to Fauci. He thinks he's such a rock star, high on his horse, loves being on TV, going through all the news circuits, just spreading lies. That's why Senator Rand Paul goes after him Senate committees talking about the latest update on the coronavirus. And all Fauci do is just dances around. Another point I'm going to make is Joe Rogan, who he has Sante Deeper on the ropes when they were talking about COVID-19 on CNN lies about everything. And Joe Rogan was applauded for that. He didn't really talk about Nevectomin, how it could be an effective cure, or at least help with the COVID-19. But because Nevectomin is a cheap drug, it doesn't suit the narrative of the big pharmaceutical companies. Because again, everything's about money. These pharmaceuticals human lives. It's about the bottom line. In my opinion, they're not even trying to to come up with, with the vaccine to fight this, this deadly virus. 
people do believe that. I'm one of them. I mean, we got rid of the Black Plague and Spanish Flu. Yeah, it might have took some years, but they got done. This virus is unique. It's something that we have never seen before. I mean, I know we had SARS in the past. I mean, the African, was it the West Nile virus, whatever it's called. But nothing like this. And I, I'm afraid that this virus is going to be with us forever. And I just hope it's I just hope and pray that we find a ways to deal with it and to live with it. And maybe throughout the course of the life of this virus, we will come up with some more effective vaccines if the pharmaceutical companies are being honest with us and care. That's my biggest problem. They don't care. And unfortunately, we live in a greedy, greedy world. And you're playing with human lives. Nobody should have to live like this. Nobody. It sucks when I walk outside my front door and I see everybody wearing masks. I'm used to seeing this when I go to Hong Kong or China. But at least when they wear the mask, it's by their choice government official telling us we have to wear a mask. Now, I'm not anti-vax. I personally don't believe that you should make anybody get the vaccines. If they want to get the vaccine, fine. I applaud them for that. But don't force people to take the vaccine. And I really believe why that the people who are still unvaccinated, because the information is wrong. There's no honesty here. No. Every time you CDC or the Fox rip up their mouth, something new comes out. Oh, now you can isolate for five days instead of ten days. Oh, you can have family come over if we're outdoors. I mean, when's it going to stop? Where's the transparency here? I'm sick of it. I truly believe if there was some transparency and some honesty, maybe more people would get vaccinated. But right now, people are not following the science of it, and more and more people are getting smart and doing their own research on on the different diseases like the COVID-19, and maybe even researching disease in the past like SARS other other diseases we have. People are getting smarter and smarter every day and they're not listening. They're tuning out. They're tuning out. They're not listening to you no more, Fauci. They're not listening to you no more, CNN. They're not listening to you no more, MSNBC. They're tired of the lies and the deceit. But like, like many Americans, and I'm included, I really do hope Maybe somebody who is honest and some of these pharmaceuticals are working on one right now as I am doing this podcast. Let's quit messing around here.
I don't like the trash that now we're inoculating five-year-olds, six-year-olds. It makes me sad when I see these kids getting that shot. I look at their faces. They don't look too happy. You're seeing people lying to these kids when they ask them questions. Oh, my mommy or daddy said that I can't go out and play with my friends because I'm not vaccinated. But now that I'm vaccinated, I can go and play again. It's like we're suckling these kids into getting the vaccine. We're bribing them. Just like that one case in California where they were promised pizza without their parents' consent to get the vaccine. And I hope and I hope that these officials are being charged with a crime. Because those are not your kids. You should not be bribing kids with pizza and soda just so they could take the damn vaccine. The jab as you as the public like to call it. Who's next? I don't like the fact that we are pressuring our soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines, Coast Guardsmen and women to take the shot. Now I do understand that it's a unique situation because they are in the military. They're not civilians. They have to follow the UCMJ. But we cannot afford to lose our fighting men and women because of the vaccine. And more and more are going to end up just saying to hell with it. Just get out and just kick me out. Because I still believe that this is America, the United States of America, the land of the free and the brave. And I have rights. This is my body, and I should do whatever I want. Biden and Harris have no business telling me that I got to go and get a shot if I want to have employment or if I want to go to the restaurant or to the movies. They have no right to dictate that to me. None. Now, today, the Supreme Court is holding hearings uh, with Biden administration vaccine mandates. Am I optimistic? A little bit. Because Chief Justice Roberts, for some reason, doesn't vote the right way. And the Supreme Court justices that President Trump appointed, they seem to turn their back on him. That's the problem that we have is that we have no loyalty anymore. I think they should strike that loyalty right out of the dictionary because people don't know what loyalty means anymore. Now, I'm not trying to say that they got to do everything that President Trump says. They are the Supreme Court justices. They have to follow the law. I understand that. But there's a such thing called common sense. Use your common sense. We know that these vaccine mandates are wrong. And that's why a lot of the citizens, if they can afford it, they're moving to these red states like Texas and Florida so they can have some semblance of freedom. Just elected a new... Just elected a new mayor New York City, Eric Adams, and he said he's going to keep in place as a former mayor, Bill de Blasio. So now you still have to have a vaccine card, like we're back in Nazi Germany or something. 
too bad the show's ain't calling. Okay, you can pass. Because you're this or that. This does not feel like America any, any more. And this administration needs to be stopped. They need to be stopped. They need to have some normalcy again, some common sense. We know that we have a vaccine. We know that we have a, a disease out there, a virus. Let's try to find some common sense, try to combat it the right way without making people lose their jobs or lose their business or finding people astronomical sum of money because the business owners don't want to follow the mandate. Or they don't, we don't want to follow the science anymore. So let's hope and pray that the Supreme Court will do the right thing. Thank you. Hello out there. My topic for today is the January 6th Capitol protest, or as I like to call it, the March to Save America. Why is it that after a year later, the Democrats and the liberal media keep talking about this protest? Or as they like to call it, the insurrection. Why do they call it the insurrection? An insurrection means when you're trying to overthrow the government. So in other words, President Trump protesters were trying to overthrow him? How ludicrous is that? Now the ones who's, who's been arrested for this so-called insurrectionists have not even been charged with insurrections. And it's unfair that these protesters are still in jail. Some of them are in solitary confinement. The Democrats, as I like to call them, and the liberal media are so hell-bent on trying to destroy President Trump. They are trying to do everything in their power not to let President Trump run in 2024. President Trump still has a big influence on his fan base, including me. And I hope and pray that he will run in 2024 to save America. We need to make America great again. At the moment, we're not so great. There are world leaders that are laughing at us. Look at Iran. They're not afraid of us anymore. They even, they even try to challenge us on our seas with our US Navy, the most powerful Navy in the world. China, they just laugh at us right now because they know that we have a very weak president and also a very weak vice president. So to get back on topic here about why they can't let go of January the 6th, 2021, a year later. And these Democrats with their phony commissions and our two turncoats, Republicans, crybaby Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, who should just 
who should just quit the GOP party and join the Democrats. I mean, we have no real strong leadership anymore, particularly in both parties, but I'm kind of disappointed with the Republic Republican Party because they need to come out with more fire and say, hey, this was not an insurrection. These were people exercising their constitutional right to protest. And then what about the operatives out there? What about this Ray Epps, who was encouraging the protesters, let's storm the Capitol. Come on, let's get in there. A lot of the Trump protesters were pretty peaceful, but you saw other people changing in their clothes and trying to storm the Capitol and blame it on the Trump protesters. How come these people are not being investigated? How come Ray Epps has not been arrested? I, st I still believe he's a plant. He might actually be a, undercover for the FBI, just like they used to do back with J. Edgar Hoover, you know, trying to infiltrate the Black Panthers and other radical groups. This is no different. And then you have the Capitol Police who just let the gates open and said, come on in, come on in. They didn't try to stop it. You even had Trump supporters pleading with the Capitol Police to say, hey, do something about this. This is getting out of hand, okay? The Capitol Police pretty much were just standing there and not doing anything. Maybe they were scared, I don't know. Who, who knows, maybe the Capitol Police might actually believe in what these protesters were protesting about. They just, you know, don't want to say it publicly. Maybe they're afraid to lose their jobs. But there are some people on that Capitol Police force who are probably are Trump supporters, but just afraid to say it. So as we were talking about, the Capitol Six protest anniversary has come and gone, and now I have time to reflect on what happened and why the liberal media and the Democrats are too sorry as, as I said before, the rhinos and Liz Cheney and Kinzinger. I I'm not gonna even call him his name. I know his name is Adam, okay? And it's it just mind boggling that probably next year in 2023, they'll probably be talking about it again and won't let it go. But by that time, hopefully the, the Republicans will regain the House and the Senate and have their own investigation on what happened on January 6, 2021. That's what we need to find out. We don't need all this biased media keep trying to hammer it home. The insurrection, insurrection. And guess what? How many people died during this protest? I like to say zero, but I will say we have one protester who was murdered, and her name is Ashley Babbitt, a veteran who was also there to exercise her right to protest. And she was shot down dead by some cowardly black cop who it took almost six to seven months to finally identify who he was. 
And he went on that idiot Lester show with his smugness and everything, talking about, well, I was lined up at center mass. That's what I was taught to do. And then I shot her. Ashley Babbitt was unarmed. Why in the hell is a commissioner's commission committee are not talking about her? She didn't deserve to die. She did not deserve to die like that, a veteran. All she was doing was protesting. That was it. She, she wasn't no threat to nobody. She wasn't threat to that idiot Capitol Hill police officer. He doesn't even deserve to be called a police or Capitol Police officer. He should be in jail for murder. There's no way in hell that justify him to shoot this woman. But again, when you go when you hear the commissions and everything, she, her name doesn't come up. She's an afterthought. And then they had some of these commissions yesterday, and Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, and I forgot the other senator's name, they were on fire questioning the FBI, who could not even give a straight answer. I remember I used to have much respect for the FBI. At one time, I thought about wanting to be an FBI agent. But today, you couldn't even get me to think about it. The FBI is a joke. They are a big joke. Just look at the past FBI directors we had under Trump. And they were on the hot seat, and their answers were so fruitile. It, it was almost laughable that they couldn't say anything about, who are these people? Okay, who is Ray Epps? What, what was he doing there? Why would these people change into their clothes and trying to incite this riot? Why are these rioters are still in jail after coming up on a year and not really have faced the serious charges of insurrection? But when we go back to what happened in Portland and Seattle in 2020, where's the law? What happened there? These people destroyed infrastructures, burning down cities, killing people, turning police cars over. You know, ordinary citizens were just trying to get home were blocked in their path because of these Black Lives Matter bastards and Antifa bastards. But nobody wanted to talk about that. The liberal media and the Democrats say, oh, they're just peaceful protesters, you know, just trying to exercise their rights. What rights? Rights to hurt people? Rights to destroy a city, infrastructure, murder, arsonists, that's peaceful? Oh, oh no. And then we come to defund the police. Now, look what's happening today. Crime is everywhere. Even in some of your nicer areas, like in California, my home state, you have crime in Beverly Hills and Bel Air, Calabasas, people getting beat up, shot, smashing grabs. And most of these criminalities is taking place in blues in blue cities, blue states that are run by the Democrats. Look at New York, New York City. 
which I like to still call one of the most beautiful cities, you know, because a lot of tourists go there, they have a good time, they go to the Broadway shows and, and, and see the Statue of Liberty and this, go to Central Park, eat some good food. Can't do that now. Can't even ride the subway without being accosted and being attacked. So what's going on here? But no, they don't want to talk about issues. They don't want to talk about the debacle that happened in Afghanistan. We lost 13 military men, 13. And what happened to them? No one talks about them. Nobody. And we still have Americans that are still over there to this day. Our Afghan, our Afghan allies who helped the military during the past 20 years, and they're still stuck there. What are we doing about it? What about inflation, gas prices? But no, all we want to do is talk about what happened on January the 6th. And now we keep talking about this, their so-called insurrection. Well, let's get it right. It was a protest, the march to save America. And President Trump clearly said it, we can march to the Capitol, but be peaceful and respectful of law and order. But they keep forgetting those words when they have their commission. And they want to do everything in their power to bring this president down. Just look what's happening in New York with the, the Attorney General trying to investigate his business dealings and calling his daughter and son to testify, and rightly so, they decline. Joe Biden doesn't care about this commission, really. If he really cared, he'll put a stop to it. He'll actually go to that, that detention center where those protesters are being held and say, enough is enough, release them. You know, show some goodwill. But he won't do that. He won't do that. He can't talk about anything. He can't talk about the real issues that are hampering the United States of America. And I still hope and pray that it's still a great country. But outside the United States, I think most people are just laughing at us right now, taking advantage of us, saying that, oh, look at them. You know, they can't even take care of the problems in their own country. And I think Biden is finally conceding the fact that, oh, not Omicron, but COVID-19, the China virus is probably here to stay. And then he'll go back and, and spread lies about what happened on January the 6th. The, the media, the liberal media should all be charged with something. They're the insurrectionists, in my opinion, the liberal media. Okay. That, that's why they're, look at CNN. Their ratings are tanking every day. Look at MSNBC. Look at that. Look at Scarborough and his idiot wife. Look at Joy Reid, who I consider probably the biggest racist of all. You got Don Lemon, another racist. You know, all they talk about is white people this, white people that. Okay. White men is on the way out and all this. 
because that's all they can talk about. Okay, they can't talk about serious issues, what is plaguing our country now, the gas prices and whatnot. But we'll go right back again to January 6th, okay? And January 6th has come and gone, and it's still a snippet. People still talk about it in the news. They, they just can't let it go, and it's a good thing that McCarthy said, no, I declined to be involved with this um, commission. But this is where I get a little bit upset with the Republicans. Why don't they form their own commission and come to their own conclusions? They need to do that. They need to do the same thing. Have your own commissions and get to the bottom of this. Refute, refute what the Democrats are trying to say. Because I guarantee you, this is not going away no time soon because they can't talk about anything else. Pretty damn sad that you can't talk about what's going on in our country. They just missed the job report. Uh, claims, job claims, you know, for unemployment benefit has gone up 25,000. Okay, but they're not gonna talk about that. Okay, everything is about what happened on January the 6th. And then they'll probably find something else to talk about, to bring up that is going to be negative. You know, they, their favorite topic is always going to be the vaccine. Oh, blame the unvaccinated. Okay, when is people who are vaccinated is getting um, this virus again? But, the, but Joe Biden won't talk about that. He was, he was at some news conference trying to, um, the people, the reporter, the press was asking questions. He just looking there like, I don't know if he was asleep or daydreaming or, or, or what. I mean, this is our president of the United States of America and he looks so damn pathetic. It's embarrassing. That's why I don't call him President Biden. He's the occupier of the White House. That's what he is. And Kamala Harris is, is, is along for the ride. Two unpopular president and vice president. They both should re resign. Do American people a favor and just resign. Just resign. We need to get this country back on track. We need to get America on track again. We need to take care of America first before anything. And please don't get me started on the borders because that'll probably be my next topic. Because I guarantee you, they don't want to talk about what's going on at the borders. And they don't talk about how come these illegal aliens, so-called migrants, are not getting vaccinated. They're the ones that's bringing in the China virus and Omicron. Okay, and now we have a new one, Florona, that's out of California now. When is it ever going to stop? Well, I tell you, uh, my good listeners out there, never. As long as big pharmaceutical companies can make money off of this virus, it's going to keep going on and on and on. They don't care about trying to find a vaccine to fix it. They don't, because once you find that vaccine 
that could eradicate the China virus. That's it. What's next for the big pharmaceutical companies? So it's, it's, it behooves them, hey, let's keep it going. Let's keep spreading the lies. The American people are, are, are done. They're fed up. They're becoming smarter now. They're doing their own research. That, that, that's why there's no, <laughs> that's why people don't have no hope no more in, in Fauci. I don't know why he doesn't resign. But while you're hammering Fauci and the liberal media is trying to protect him like they try to protect Biden and Harris, they'll throw a, they'll throw a curveball at you and talk about, you guessed it, January 6th, and President Trump was responsible for it. Oh, he's the big insurrection. He's the big bad bully. But I'm not going to harp on it too much because we all know the truth about what happened on January 6th. And again, there was a lot of operatives and plants, and particularly that name. Remember this name, Ray Epps? I think he's 60 years old, but if you saw it, what he looks like, he looked like he's 70 years old. I think he's out of Arizona. And I mean, I still see his face right now. Come on, let's storm the Capitol. Storm it. Come on, get in there. While you had other Trump supporters, like I said earlier, you got to put a stop to this. You got to put a stop to this. Tell them, pleading with the Capitol Police to do something. Yes, the Capitol Police probably would outman. But I believe that they knew that something big was going to happen. Okay. Now, should should have that happened? You know, storming the Capitol? Of course not. If they did something wrong, yes, they should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law and fairly by the law. Not being locked up because they're Trump supporters and you and they hate them, especially the warden who's running the the jail there. Some big, fat, ugly woman who, who just sits there. Yeah, I'm in control now. And I don't like the fact that they didn't let, you know, you got sitting senators, you know, um, Senator Green, who want to go in there and, and talk to these jail protesters, see how they're doing. Some of these protesters have some serious health issues. I think one of them, you had stage three cancer while he was uh, incarcerated. I think he's finally out now. Okay, these are sitting senators who were almost, who were properly denied to go see these protesters. Not right, and I think that warden should be fired too. They're trying to indoctrinate them now to, to, to become tr Trump haters now. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to break their souls their spirit, and I hope that that these protesters that are in jail remain strong. You know, don't let your will be broken. Do not stay strong. I know you're in a terrible place. It's easy for someone like me to say because I'm not in there, but be strong. And I hope that your families are doing fine and well. I know they're probably struggling right now because most of you guys are breadwinners. And I know that somehow, some way, if you guys would have had some good, high-power attorneys, maybe this would be a little bit different. Uh, I, I really believe that.
but they need to be out of jail because we didn't arrest none of those Black Lives Matters and Antifa during 2020. None of them didn't go to jail. When they did, they got softball sentences and they're out of jail. Those two lawyers who had fire bombs and everything. Yeah, they were in jail for a minute or two, then they got out. They're insurrectionists. They're the they were trying to do some serious harm. You know, blowing up buildings and whatnot. I tell you, ever since the full George Floyd debacle, this this country has gone to hell because we want to get rid of the police department. Everybody's a racist. Okay. You know, I'm getting sick and tired of black this and black that. I'm a black man myself, and I'm getting sick of it. Because all, you know, what they keep talking about Black Lives Matter, well, guess what, people? All lives matter. Blue lives matter. I'm not trying to say that every cop is, is bad. There's a lot of good cops in the police force. You're going to have bad apples in every profession do, whether you're in the military, the police force, the firefighters. You are going to have some bad apples. Now, you have to try to weed them out. But I'm getting sick and tired of living in a racial type of country where everything has to be black. I'm sick and tired of seeing these black people on CNN, you know, talking all high and mighty. Oh, yeah, now it's our time. What time? It ain't your time. Everything, ever since President Trump became president, he's been you guys' favorite tar target. That's what, but you know, President Trump remained strong for his four years in office. He sure did. And there are lots of people who love this man. So, but I don't want to get into the election being stolen and all that because my focus was still on the, the so-called anniversary, anniversary of January 6th, a year later, and we're still talking about it. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, and God bless.